This time I'd like to invite Brother Randy Johnson to come speak to us on the subject, God Hears. God Hears. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Good evening. Good to see all of you. I want to say I want to thank the church for your hospitality to me and the membership that's here at my church. You'll turn your Bibles to 1 John. I also want to say thank you to the pastor uh, of the church for inviting me and the church for inviting me. It's always a pleasure to come to Silsby. It's always a pleasure to have you all to come to Texcana. Next April, I will be in Texcana 20 years. The longest serving pastor of that church after April. Brother Mink, Oscar Mink was there for 19 to 20 years, and my brother Joel Thomas was there four or five years. Uh, others have been there, others have come, others have gone. But it's been a pleasure and honor to serve that church for 20 years. It's been an honor and pleasure to be a member of the church and to also to be a friend to all of you all. Uh, I go to Denham. I go to Oakdale. I come here. I've been to Caldwell. I've been to other places. And it's always a pleasure to be among my brothers and sisters in Christ. I will be leaving right after services, right after I get done. When y'all go to break, I'll be leaving. My wife is at home with a hurt back, and I'm going to get back so I can get her some supper. We looked last night. I guess I have all the topics of this subject that we're preaching on. I probably had the two easiest. Uh, when I... When Joy sent me the text with this 16-letter word, now, I, I have a 10th grade education, okay? I'm not ashamed of it. That's what I have. Yeah. And, you know, if you get over, you know, three to five letters, you, you kind of lose. <laughs> and I'm sitting there on my phone looking at this word. I said, Lord, what is this? So I get online, look it up. <clears throat> so I quickly text him. I said, I want to talk about speaking, God speaking and God hearing. <laughs> and I didn't get an answer. So I went to him directly on him on text. And I got an answer. So okay. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about God hears us tonight. But we need to understand something when we look at the fact that God hears us. First of all, God speaks to us. We got into that last night. I'm already preached the message. I'm telling you right now, folks, this right here is how God speaks to you. Read it. Study it. And pray to God that he will teach it to you. Letter by letter, word by word, verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, 
till you got all 66 books covered. And that the good Lord above will teach you the things you need to understand in his word. Because that's how you know God. You know what the problem is a lot of Christians today? They don't know God. Because they don't take the time to learn about God. And but they expect God to listen to them. Let me tell you something. We are servants of God. God is not our servant. God is our Heavenly Father. He is not our daddy. He is not our pappy. He's not in in their words. He's the King of kings, the Lord of lords, and the God of gods. And anything less than that, you are not referencing the Lord our God. First John chapter 5, verse 13. These things I have written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know, know that you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. Because that's how you have that eternal life. But listen closely to verse 14. And this is the confidence that we have in him. Listen. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have petitions that we desire him. What did God just say? God just told us that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. How does God hear? God hears everything, right? I mean, really, he does. He's, he's omnipresent. He's everywhere. God doesn't just shut his ears to what's going on in, in, in your life or your world or anything else. Just like uh, God, is, God is different than any, anyone or anything else you know. Who else can for, just forget sin? Does God ever forget anything? But he forgives your sin, doesn't he? He pardons your sin, doesn't he? And he casts it as far as the east is from the west, and he throws it in the sea as to the deepest part, and he says, I will remember it no more. That's what God does for us. And in return, God wants us to be good servants. And in being good servants, God's a good father to us, isn't he? I'm blessed. You're here tonight, you're blessed. You've heard some beautiful preaching. I got to get, this has been bouncing in my mind all day. I may just not even get done. Go to Luke chapter 9. 
Luke chapter 9. As Christians, we are God's most blessed creatures. You ever thought about that? You need to think about that. We are God's most blessed creatures. God did not speak to us and many, uh, God not only, sorry, God, I have glass on too messing up. God not only speaks to us in many ways, but he also hears our needs. When you pray to God, you never waste your time. Amen. Our praises, our honoring him, God hears it all. We are so blessed because God hears our cries. You ever cry to the Lord? Y'all too. You ever heard, you ever read the Psalms? I don't know if there's a greater person in the Bible that ever prayed than David. The man literally cried to God. I meant it. That was his heart. He cried to God, Go, Lord, hear my cry. Get there in a minute. We must also understand that God cannot be fooled. Like people can, because he hears everything we think or we say. But look at Jesus and what Jesus says in Luke chapter 9, verse 47. And Jesus, listen, perceiving the thoughts of their hearts, took a child and set him aside. I'm not going to get into what this is about. But Jesus perceived the thoughts of their hearts. So does God. Jesus knew the thoughts of their hearts. You know why? He's omnipresent. He's omniscient. He knows everything. There's nothing God, think about this, there's nothing God doesn't know. He knows what you're thinking right now. He knows what you'll be thinking five minutes from now. He knows what you'll be thinking an hour from now. He knows what you'll be thinking days from now. Because he knows everything. There's nothing he doesn't know. He perceived the thoughts of their hearts. You can't hide from God. You may fool me, you may fool your pastor, you may fool the church. You will never fool God. And there's a reason I'm saying that. i got to skip some of this and go down to our first point. So go back to our text in John, 1 John chapter 5, verse 13. And the Lord told us there, in verse 14, I'm sorry, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Now, as I said earlier, God hears all of our prayers, but God hears the things that we ask according to his will. Why? Why is that? Because God is only going to do what is according to his will. We do not change God. We do not control God. We do not tell God anything. We ask. We cry. We plead with the Lord. (laughs) 
We do. We, we believe the Lord hears us, and we believe the Lord will do what we ask, if it's according to his will. But, but Jesus also added something here in verse 15 of, 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 of John 14. In uh, John 14, verse 15, I'm sorry. If, we, if you love me, keep my commandments. Don't lose that thought. If you love me, keep my commandments. Why did the Lord say that? Because God is particular about who he helps. I mean, God's always doing for us, isn't he? If it wasn't for the grace of God, not one of us would ever know Christ. But as Christians, as children of God, as receptors of God's grace, as the receivers of the graces of Jesus Christ's blood, death, burial, resurrection, we're supposed to serve the Lord. And when a lot of Christians don't serve the Lord, then things start happening in their lives. Why do things happen in our lives? It's like God's speaking to us. It can be circumstances of life is the way that God's talking to you. It's my father-in-law wants used to say when he preached many years ago that if we're not listening to God, paying attention to God, recognizing God, he may put us on our back so all we can do is look up and talk to the Lord. Talk to him. He hears you. He hears everything you say. He hears everything in your heart. Let's go to Psalms chapter 27. I talked about David a while ago and the way he talked to the Lord. I preached a couple messages Oh, it's been some time back about David and his prayers to the Lord. They're beautiful. You know, when you read the, the Psalms, as well as any of the Word of God, but when you read the Psalms, put yourself in the writer's shoes. Put yourself in David's shoes. And listen to his words and put them words in your mind as though you're talking to the Lord. And you will recognize what David is actually saying. In the 27th Psalm, verse 7, the psalmist writes here, Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy upon me and answer me. That's not a command, that's a request. David would never demand anything of the Lord. He requested that God listen to him. Hear his cry. Hear his plead. Because God can answer your prayers. And he will answer your prayers. 
because he hears your prayers. You don't have to go on some app that, that this nut Austin and Houston controls or Oprah Winfrey getting money out of or somebody else getting You don't have to do that. God hears you. You're his child. He's listening to you. He heard the psalmist, didn't he? Now listen closely to the psalmist. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me, and do answer me. Please, Lord, I bow my head, I fall on my face before your holy throne, and I ask you, Lord, please hear my voice. Sometimes when people pray, they pray to God like he's obligated. God's not obligated. His hearing us is an act of grace. Yeah. Everything with the believers about grace. Drop over to Psalm 66. <clears throat> the psalmist knew God would hear him. I know God hears me. Every prayer I pray to the Lord may not be according to his will. I don't know the will of God. I know the will of God when the will of God is revealed to me. People get frustrated. Well, God didn't answer. Maybe God did answer. Maybe he didn't like the answer. Maybe no answer is God's answer. You know, we can pray for things not knowing what the will of God is different to what God has planned for us. Like, Lord, give me this. I'll take my wife, for example, Rebecca. She's trying to get a job, another job. She hasn't gotten one. It frustrates her. And I keep telling her, baby, listen, the Lord's in control. We pray about it. That's all we can do. Right. If God wants you to have a new job, he will give it to you. I understand her situation. She hates her job. I don't hate mine. I'm retired. Well, really, I do. I'd rather be working. I never thought I'd be jealous of workers, but I am. Nobody hires 65-year-old men anymore. Do you know that? You know, my wife has been in retail for, she's been a manager of a family dollar store. She's had management. And she, you know, they go, she goes to these places where they require a little bit of management skill, and they always hire somebody better than her. And you know what better than her is? Or more qualified, they call it. How can you be more qualified? You know what more qualified is? They're 30 years younger. In Psalm 68, verse 18, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. 
Think about that. Let that soak in. The psalmist said, but if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Lord has stipulations on hearing us. He doesn't have to listen to our prayer. God don't have to do anything for you. He don't have to do anything for me. I'll say it again. That's reason it's an act of grace. We pray, we pray, we pray. We need to fall on our faces before the Lord. And we need to talk to the Lord every day. However, stipulation is, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. But we must understand God's will. Then we ask God accordingly. How do we understand the will of God? We listen to God talk to us. You have to listen to God. And then you know God's will. Then you know how to pray. If you're asking Lord for a job to keep you out of work on out of church on Sunday, you're going to be grossly disappointed. Oh, I got my new job. The Lord's blessed me. I get a big raise. We can afford a few more things in life. Oh, I'm sorry, Pastor. I won't be able to be at church. Really? Hmm. Is there a reason God don't want you in church? I can't figure that one out. Maybe y'all can. I can't. Let's go to Matthew 26. Jesus prayed the proper prayer when he prayed in Gethsemane. My wife, the first wife always told me I mispronounced that. I don't care. It's close. (laughs) He prayed in Matthew 26, verse 39. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. First of all, have you ever fell on your face and prayed to the Lord? And do you pray? You know, Jesus gave us a model prayer. They call it the Lord's Prayer. Lord's Prayer is in John 17. The model prayer that Jesus gave us is a great prayer. Hallowed be thy name. Respect God. Respect your Father. Don't just pray when you need something. Don't just pray when you want something and then be a mess when you do it. The psalmist cried to the Lord. 
Hear, Lord, when I cry with my voice. And Jesus said, fell on my face on his face and prayed, saying, Oh my father, if it be possible. Jesus knew what he was here for. That's right. Back in our text, we can be so assured that God hears us that he said, this is the confidence that we have in him. Do we have confidence in the Lord? Confidence that he hears us? Confidence that he's going to do as he chooses to do that's according to his will? And that's what we ask? Didn't he say that if we ask according to his will, he will do it? Yeah. Yeah. So all you need to do is find out what the will of God is. And pray that way. Second point is this. And we know that if God hears us, verse 15 of our text, is we know that we have the petition that we desire of Him. God hears us without fail. God answers us as He pleases. But we know when we ask according to His will, He's going to answer our prayers. When Jesus told us in Matthew that the Lord would do all that we ask, He meant it. Our Father's not stingy, He's gracious. Right. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> he will give us everything that He wills to give us, yeah. but only what He wills to give us. That's right. right. When God answers prayers, it isn't necessary when he hears it, but when he answers it, God speaks to us. We listen to him. And when he speaks, and when we speak to God, he listens to us. He hears us. He don't have ears. He don't need them. But he hears us. Matthew 6. There could be many reasons God delays the prayers, the answers to the prayers that he hears. Maybe he's trying our faith. God's not obligated to answer you just like that. You know, I've had people talk to me in life and I, I was sitting there thinking and not answering. I say, you need to answer me. You know, I need to think about this before I answer. Well, maybe God wants us to think about something before he answers. 
God's not on our timetable. God's on his own timetable. When God is ready to give you an answer, he will give you an answer. Until then, you just keep praying and praying and praying. <laughs> Second, maybe we need to be stronger in our faith. There's a lot of weak Christians right now. You know, I may be alone in this way of thinking, but I, I'm a firmer believer that we are in the apostasy, the falling away. I believe that a lot of Christians have weak faith. I believe that a lot of pastors have lost their faith in the Word of God. And a lot of churches is falling. I don't get this from just thinking about it. I've got good, sovereign grace Baptist preachers that tells me these, that visits them. One told me, he said, Brother Andy, you'd be shocked at the amount of sovereign grace Baptist He used to be a missionary. You'd be shocked at the amount of sovereign grace Baptist churches are not there anymore. He didn't mean they weren't, they weren't there anymore. He means the, the, the truth isn't there anymore. How strong is our faith? You know, I cannot thank God enough that he has kept me strong in the faith of his word. Because if it wasn't for the grace of God, if it wasn't for the strength of God, I too would have failed. We need to fall on our face and thank the Lord that He's kept us in the faith. Third, maybe we need to walk a little stronger in His Word. Okay. That's the book. That's your textbook of life. That is the answer to every problem you have in life. This is how God talks to you. This is how he tells you everything you need to know. Right here. It is this right here that we need our strength to be the strongest. Sometimes life hits us hard. Sometimes things start falling apart. Sometimes bad things happen. And the first thing we need to do is talk to the Lord about it. That's right. Yeah. And then we need to talk to him again, again, and again, and again. And then all of a sudden, 
during those sessions of talking to the Lord, you start seeing the Lord making things better. There are many reasons God could delay our answers. But the biggest is, what do we need? Look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 8. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things you have need of before you ever ask. Don't lose faith in God. Don't ever think God doesn't know. People say, only if God knows. I didn't know God didn't know anything. I thought God knew everything. So God does know. He knows everything you have need of. And he will supply your needs. He'll supply the needs of this church. He'll supply the needs of all of our churches, all of our members. Don't ever lose faith in praying for those on your prayer list. God hears our prayers. I've seen miracles after miracles after miracles after miracles in my life. He not only knows what we have need of before we ever ask, but he also wants to hear from us. He wants us to pray to him, talk to him. Brother Hilly asked earlier, he said, how often do you talk to God? I've seen this on the internet, pastors talking about it. Not sure he was one of them in that involved in that, but I've heard preachers talking about it before. How often do you pray to the Lord? Talk to God. He hears you. He wants to hear from you. He's your father. He's the one that saved you by his grace. Gave his only begotten son on that cross. Shed his blood to cleanse you from all your sins. Sure he wants to hear from you. God did not save any Christian to be useless. Or to be absent. God has stipulations to hearing us. If you want God to hear you, you need to pay attention to God and hear him. Like someone said once, you know, well, I'm going to live my life the way I want to, and right before I die, I'm going to make a decision for Christ. Why, well, if you have a car accident, bam, you're gone. Why, well, if you walk into a Walmart, bam, somebody shoots you. Uh oh. <laughs> Ain't you in trouble? <laughs> yeah. 
And the question I always have for people like that is, why do you want to be saved? If you don't worship the Lord today and the rest of your life, why do you want to be saved at the end? God saves people and they disappear. They disappear from their church. They disappear from their worship. They disappear from the Bible reading. They disappear from singing to the Lord. They, they disappear from praising God. And they turn back toward the life that God saved them from to start with. Living in the world. Psalms 38. I'm almost done. I'll finish this real quick. I have three more scriptures. I'll finish them real quickly. In Psalms chapter 38, verse 9, Lord, all my desires are before thee, and my groaning is not hid from thee. Are your words before the Lord? Are your desires before the Lord? The Lord hears us. We can't hide anything from the Lord anyway, can we? Go to John chapter 9. Never doubt God hears us. No real, true, biblically sound Christian will ever doubt God. Especially that he hears us. God listening to us is just another blessing God gives us. He doesn't hear the prayers of everybody. Do you know that? I keep reminding our church in Tetracana how blessed we are that we're Christians. That we're in the church. That we study our Bible. That we live lives according to the scriptures as close as we can. That's a, that's a blessing. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. God's made me everything I am. John chapter 9, verse 31, and we know that God heareth not sinners, but if any man be a worshiper of God and doth his will, he heareth him. That's not my words, folks. That's God's words. God don't hear lost people. But could it be possible God isn't listening to a lot of Christians? Go to Matthew chapter 7. I'll end there. You know, we're not saved by works. We're saved by by the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. Right. Our righteousness is in his life. Yeah. Our sins have been cleansed. All of them. Every sin you have or will have has been cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Not a one has not been cleansed. Praise God. You will never account to God for your sin. 
Your judgment will be by this book. What you're doing for the Lord. If we're not doing it by the book, if we're not doing God's will in our life, maybe God isn't hearing us. God owes me nothing. And God owes you nothing. Everything he does, he does by grace, according to his will. Yes. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, ask, and it shall be given to you. Wow. Thank you. But that's okay for a second. Ask. You're a Christian. You go to church. You, you read God's word. You seek his will in your life. You're, you're living the book. And, and here Jesus is saying, ask and it shall be given unto you. And you shall find Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Unto, uh, it shall be opened. Yes, God hears us. God wants to give us, but it has to be according to God's will. Amen. And whatever we ask, according to God's will, he's going to give it to us. But those people out there that's not doing God's will, that's pulled away from the church, pulled away from the truth of God's word, pulled away from living a life that God expects us to live, God's in no hurry to answer them. And he's not required to answer them. But how wonderful God is to us. Amen. We fall on our faces. We cry unto the Lord. And the Lord hears us. We need to hear God. Thank you. God bless. God hears. That's that's a wonderful thing. That is a wonderful thing. I uh, through my work, I get to speak to a fair amount of, we'll say, wise women, elderly women, and sometimes the chief complain as, oh my husband, he just won't listen to me. I know one woman. She um, she wears a whistle around her neck. She'll be talking, and her husband will just start talking over her, and nobody listens to her. So she'll blow her whistle. Nobody <laughs> listens to me. Child of God doesn't have to have a whistle around their neck to get the Lord's attention. No. I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. You could try, you know, we can try to pick up. I'm on call this weekend. Somebody tried to call me earlier, and we were here, and my phone went off, but I didn't get it. They tried to, they tried to. They tried to get me to listen to them, and I wasn't available. God's always available. Amen. Isn't that great? That billboard out there we have, Jonah cried out, salvation is of the Lord. 
You shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. His name, Jehovah, is salvation. I'm convinced in the depth that Jonah cried out, Jesus! I knew a, I went to school with a young man. He, um, he worked around one of these corn silo deals, and as they were feeding down the corn, he fell. He was working with his dad. He fell down in there, and before the, all the grain and the, and, and all the dust, that might be that group. Yep, it is. I have to call him back. I'm glad God's better than I am. As that dust was coming down on him, his dad could hear him screaming, Dad, 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 and then gone. His dad was powerless. He, his dad could hear him, but he was powerless to help him. Aren't you glad God isn't powerless to help? Amen. One of the, my favorite Psalms, Psalm 77, verse 1, I cried unto God with my voice, even unto God with my voice, and he gave ear unto me. It's a... That's a psalm of Asaph. Asaph, he gets straight to the point. In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. My sore ran in the night and ceased not. My soul refused to be comforted. Amen. God hears. It's one. It's one. I had trouble with a firearm a while back, and I tried to call. This is a major company I tried to call. And I can't call a local business and not get an answering machine, but then I try to call this traded company and on the second or third ring this woman answers the phone and says hello how can i help couldn't believe it i said what do i do to get this problem fixed and she says ship it to us and we'll fix it i said it can't be that simple she said it is i shipped the thing over to them they fixed it and shipped it back wow wow you know right it's amazing the omnipotent god hears and all things work together for good. He hears his people according to his purpose and does all good things. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. And I can brag on that company about answering the phone and fixing my firearm. Does my life indicate a thankfulness toward God that he hears? God help us. How many of y'all love it when your kids, y'all have adult kids, how many of y'all love it when your adult kids just don't call you? Well, I haven't heard from number one or number two for a while. You just Does that really just touch your heart? No, it doesn't, I'm sure. It ought to be a joy for us to know that God hears and desire to seek Him. As He said, as he said at the outset, we want to do all the talking, we don't want to do any listening. Right? Get in God's Word, study Him. Learn right. Him. Right. Thank Him. Sometimes our prayers are overcome with our troubles and our circumstances. Spend a significant time in prayer just giving right. thanks, rejoicing unto God in prayer. If my kids only just gave me problem lists when they talked to me, you know, that, that would get old to me. It would. I think it was Brother Crace. He, he mentioned, Brother Johnson, you mentioned that this is our instruction manual. I believe Brother Crace, you told me years ago that Bible could be understood as basic instruction before leaving earth. Basic instruction before leaving earth. I think that's true. That holds up. May God help us. You know, sometimes I say things that aren't worth listening to. Think about that in our prayers. Do we pray unto the Lord things that are honoring to Him according to His will? 
and right. not nonsense. That's right. Yeah. May God help us.